Oh yeah, you guys ready to, to hit that record button and get going on this podcast like we were planning to do for this entire evening so far. <laughs> I'm so excited for Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by the purveyor of jugs himself, Scott El Guchador Kraus. What is going on, Scoob? Sup, Mench? Wamp, wamp. How, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. You're quite peppy there. It's all facade. Feeling good. Oh, okay. Good. Don't get fooled. All right. This will go away in... Uh, it's already going away. Yeah. And... And it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> What's been going on? Anything exciting? Um, no. Okay, cool. You want to know what I've had going on? I guess, yeah, if you insist. Nah, we'll save it. Let's introduce our guest. Joining us today in EarBuddy Studios, returning guest, David McNasty McInnes himself. What's going on? What's up, boys? What's up, dude? Uh, Man, wamp wamp. Was that all? Did that just become one word? Mitch, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> now uh, you're too pepped. You're beyond it now. Yeah. You've gone need, too far. I think I'm, to, I'm overheating. We need to get you under control. You have a stroke. What's up, man? <laughs> so, speaking of overheating, I went and saw Amon Marth last night. Woo. Wow. Would you guys like to know how that show went Ooh-wee. down? Ooh-wee. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Amon Marth. Ooh-wee. <laughs> yeah, tell me. I saw some footage. You sent me a text um, <laughs> during the show. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did. I'll paraphrase. Uh, sent you a video. You sent me a video, and I didn't have it pulled up. It says, this is the video, and it says, I am so fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> and then just with that playing while he's, sitting, while he's trying to, like... Everything he takes to be able to <laughs> type this sentence. Like, so like, I watched yeah, the video oh. for context, and it was just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. taking everything he has yeah. to get those get those words written out. It, Unprompted, it, by the way, I wasn't texting you at the time. You just yeah, it, I wanted to get some sort of video and send something to you, but uh, yeah, I was fucking gone. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know what was in the video that I sent you. I was seeing static, but. But here's how the night went down. Scene static. <laughs> I wow. was seeing colored static. That's dude, that weed was laced. <laughs> uh, so I was going to go by myself. As I mentioned previously, Ryan ended up going. Friend yeah. of the podcast, Sweet. Ryan McLean. He showed up and... Um, cool dude. Met me in the line. And then we got inside. Went straight over to merch. Got a shirt. Got a fucking horn. Womp, womp. Got myself a beer horn. Got it. Got oh, the shit, wrong well, horn. I got the holder on my belt right now. We'll have to get a, a picture Holy of that. Holy shit. It's so good that it has its own <laughs> belt freaking its holder. Own leather belt holder that just says Amana Marth. Nice. That it's got their logo on the horn. Oh, yeah, it's leather. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Scott? Why don't you get a picture of what's going on uh, real quick? <clears throat> get a live image of this. And also, I'm also wearing um, a, a late birthday present that you got that you got for me. Do a little, just a slight lean forward so you can catch the the present. <laughs> now it's getting a little All sensual. Right. 
That was a. Does, does it look natural? The hips came uh, forward a little oh, too far. Damn, the fuck boy hat got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott got me a hat that says "fuck boy" yeah. on it. It's and a great it's bright blue. Yeah. It's a, it's That's den- what I'm saying. You need, to, you need to like lean your head down a little bit so you can see. Should I just next to my just thing? just stand up? Just be natural. <laughs> All right. Just stand up and like kind of put your hand, you like your head down so you can see the hat. All right, I think we got it. Yeah, got the got the trifecta of fuckery here. Got uh-huh. the fuckboy hat. Got the corn uh, <clears throat> lanyard it's necklace. Like a, it's almost like a pass. A yeah, cor- the corn pass and the uh, it's not high quality, whatever it is. The Amana Marth beer horn, which I'm really excited <laughs> about. Anyway, so there was a band from Sacramento playing uh, that opened up N- Nivian. Nevian, mm, never heard like of them. that. I hadn't either. They were kind of like a cross between, like Judas Priest and like later Pantera. It was weird, huh. or maybe not necessarily Pantera, but more like kind of melodic I'm, metal. I'm excited. You might That's have cool. dug them. I didn't think I didn't like them very much. <laughs> they're they're all right. That's but, not uh, a common sound for this area, though. I think that's kind of cool, right? Fair. It's a fair statement. Yeah, I know. I know you wouldn't like it because. Still pisses me off to this day that you've seen Judas Priest and <laughs> yeah. you're like, uh, yeah. whatever. It was cool, but yeah, I'm not a big uh, pissing big, me off. I'm a big uh, priest freak, priest head. Um, I was trying to think of something that rhymed. A Halford head, priest beast. Not a Halford doesn't, head. Doesn't really work. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, we're watching this band. Band ends. We start making our way around. We actually get towards the front middle. Uh, well, actually closer to the stage. We're pretty damn close. And we're like, okay, cool. We're kind of holding on to the spot. And it's getting crammed. And the audience is pretty much exactly what you guys would expect. A lot of people wearing black. A lot of just kind of goofy dudes that you would imagine listen to them on a Mars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, very sweaty crowd. Uh, very warm crowd. It was hot in there. I was sweating. I'd imagine it's something that I, uh, I encounter a lot at Magic the Gathering tournaments. Uh, the type possible. Of crowd. It's possible. Did they smell really bad? Some of them did, yeah. Okay. Stinky yeah. boys. And so we're standing there, and Ryan's got his vape pen. And this is where... <laughs> this is where it, it all This is when collapses. he knew. He fucked up. <laughs> so listeners of the podcast have probably heard my story of getting stoned at a corn concert. Um, so this was a vape pen, which <laughs> I'm... He- more accustomed, <laughs> which I'm more accustomed to using. And he told me that he had it on the lowest setting. And I didn't use any more than I would normally use. Took a couple of hits, whatever. It was, well, it took one hit, whatever, it was fine. Took a second hit a while later. I was like, okay, like I'm good. We're chilling for a minute. I think it was 10 minutes past or something. And all of a sudden it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I turned to Ryan. I'm like, yeah, this. Holy crap! I just got, I just got kind of fucking high, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, shit! I might need to. Where we are, if I just had gone straight to the right, would ended up at the bar, so I could like get some water or something. Literally, the lights shut off and some song starts playing. I couldn't tell you what it was. It was just like music, kind of like opener music, but I think it was like a calmer version or like peppy version. I don't know a version of one of their songs I, I people were really excited for it but I couldn't tell you what it was I need to look it up as soon as the lights go off and that starts going on 
it was like over stimulus all of a sudden and I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." I turned around I'm like, "Dude, I got to I got to go. I got to oh, go that way." Shit. So, I made my way directly to the bar. I'm lightheaded as fuck and I order a water and I'm standing there and I really wanted to get video of the intro cuz that's something that I like to do at shows. And that didn't happen. The band en- ends up coming out on stage. Everyone's cheering. I can't even lift my head up to go, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm like sipping water, just kind of looking down. I I really thought I was going to pass out. I put my head down. I'm like <laughs> taking deep breaths and shit. I asked, I asked the bouncer if I could have a chair. He responds saying, we have some back there. I'm not sure exactly what he said, but I didn't get a chair. I was like sitting on a trash can because I thought it was, I thought it was a, uh, there was like a thin trash can there that I thought was a stool and I was like sitting on the edge of it until I realized, oh, this is a trash can, but I'm comfortable and this needs to happen. Hi, sitting on a trash can (laughs) at a metal show. So they start performing. I don't know. Yeah. Was it made out of metal? No, it had like a, I don't, I don't know. Well, I was just thinking about the vibrations. Damn. Uh, I didn't feel any vibrations in it. Mm. Okay. Continue. (laughs) Until you pooped your pants. Yeah. (laughs) Band goes on. They start playing. I don't know what song they're playing. I'm sitting there like, oh, man, this is not good. That's when I was like, I need to get video of the beginning. So I got video. I couldn't focus on my phone, and the lights were strobing. Oh, no. And they were strobing like green and blue. I'll post the video that I got that I sent to you, Scott, later on. Okay. Because I was literally just seeing static. And when I looked down at my phone to send it to you, I couldn't focus on my phone at all. It was like this weird, I think I got dehydrated on top of just overheating from all the people, on top of vaping a bit, because I didn't do any more than a usual amount. And this is, it this hit is me classic. Like this is a classic Ian Meyer story. <laughs> you're, you're becoming more... <laughs> George Costanza than even him. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're, yeah. Take you, that. You're a meme now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a walking meme with my corn lanyard and my fuckboy hat. Oh, to be a fly on the wall at that show. But the thing is, I'm sipping water, and after a couple songs, it just completely dissipates. Huh. And I can mm-hmm. focus on everything, you and I'm still kind of... Yeah, I guess so. I just had to kind of breathe a bit and just let it ride. I was... Definitely stoned the rest of the show, but on a level that's like, you're just standing watching the show. You don't know. You just feel comfortable. On a level that you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. To be Uh, a sweaty armpit on the wall. But uh, it was, I'm sure (laughs) it was a, it was a wild show. Otherwise though, there was a big mosh pit going in the middle. There was a bunch of shirtless dudes that would come out at the front and make their way around. I was still pretty close where I was by the bar. I had to kind of cram back in a bit, but they were right there. Like. It was Within an ace of spades, feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Super what's cool with that place is like, even yeah. no matter where you're at, like you got a nice, like they're right there. It's a nice, like yeah. good view of the band. When the uh, opening band going uh, was going, I forgot to mention, there was this guy that walked between me and Ryan that was like making his way towards Uh-oh. the mosh pit. And there I just go. kept thinking to myself like, excuse me, got a mosh. <laughs> uh, excuse um, me, sir. I got to get up there and mosh. Have you, have you ever moshed, Ian? No. I was holding my horn and my my shirt too, so I'm like, I ain't going anywhere near that mosh pit. That <laughs> I is moshed not once. happening. You moshed once? Yeah. Really out of character for me. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that is. I was at the uh Converge Negative Approach Neurosis show. 
Converge was on stage and I just like, it was a, it was an intense mosh pit. All I did, it was like going through a car wash. I just like walked through the mosh pit and they just like sh- pushed me around. It's <laughs> like, I didn't even have to try. I was just like getting, getting flailed around. Just, yes. Were you just giggling? <laughs> <laughs> pretty this is pretty great. much. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm moshing. I'm moshing, look, mom. mom. Yeah. yeah. Look, mom, I'm moshing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got out and like everyone was just like staring at me. It's like, what's, what did I do? What did I not do it right? <laughs> um, there was this one chick too. It was like this little tiny chick with these huge dreads and this That's tiny. I thought, I thought he was going to yeah. say something else. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> had like this tiny tube top on. She came out from where people were getting flipped out of the mosh pit towards the front, came around the side by the bar. And I was feeling a bit better at this point, like kind of holding my cup of water close to me. She asked for a cup, bent down into the bar. And I think she threw up into it. Oh, I, I almost whoa. like walked over to be like, you know, there's a trash can right here, but she was hacking and <laughs> under coughing. my ass. Yeah, <laughs> no, I had, Freshly I had moved away from that. My ass. I warmed it up for you, baby. <laughs> um, what a gentleman! She, she was hacking and coughing into this cup. What's and then your name? They, <laughs> How romantic! They gave her a cup of wa- uh, bottle of water, and she was on her way. And I saw her come back through like two more times. So I don't know if she was throw drunk or, or just yeah, to I cruise. not just to cruise back and get back into it. it was Too like, many Jesus horns Christ. of the ale. She was going crazy. She was like dancing around. And I talked about the Rack and Tour show being having the most distracting audience. This was the most distracting audience. Never have I moved around so much in a show. Mm. Start at the back, went towards the front, had to go to the side, <laughs> and then while I was in the side, I just kept ending up in different spots as people were moving around and going in and out of the mosh pit and stuff. Uh, the audience was very distracting. Cause that's when all the manner. metal dudes dude, that's their thing. That's so. where they Cause, thrive. Well, man. cause like normal life, they're like not doing anything physical <laughs> like that. Just so it's like when it's time to, when it's time for the show, dude, they're going to give it everything. It's the same for like old punks. Like I, I go to some punk shows and there's some people that have been in the area for a while that have let themselves go. And and you uh, see them when they get in the when they get in the pit or whatever they they're the ones that are going like going really hardest hard. yeah because yeah. mm. they're letting it all out just like yeah this is this is what I live for you know it's just like literally they're it's this like, is what I live for <laughs> that's what it feels like this it's is like, why I'm still alive yeah <laughs> this gives me energy 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 is that Hennessy energy oh oh I I got that Damn. before I was at a Robert Glasper show. And I, that was when I had my first Hennessy. And that, oh, oh boy, hell yeah! And uh, this old older uh, black woman was like, "Hey, baby, you want to dance?" And I was just like, "Okay, You're like hell yeah!" Oh, yeah. I remember that show. Yeah, and, um, are you talking about that? I didn't know you were <laughs> slammed on Hennessy. I was slammed on Hennessy. Yeah, and Hennessy she will do that really too. Nice. David, you got some horror stories from Hennessy. Yeah, it's you? like didn't get how, you a couple times. Well, yeah, you know everybody has like the one thing that does them in. Uh-huh. Like that's it for me, and it's unfortunate because I really like the way that cognac tastes. But from what I remember you telling me, both of those stories, Hennessy was the last thing you drank. Well, that's, that's the one where you're like, "This sounds good now." At the end of the, night. the one and only time that I've blacked out is is the last thing I had was Hennessy. That's what yeah. gave me in. So, yeah, I was in Mississippi. No, excuse me. I went to Mississippi later, but I was in uh, I was My- in Augusta, Georgia. Oh. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. And, uh, hey, makes no difference to me. Partying hard in Augusta. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to either. But. I was in Augusta, Georgia, and this was in my younger days when I didn't get hungover yet. 
Mm. So I'm like, I can drink as much as I want. And I'd never blacked out. I've always, I've never, I always thought that was bullshit. <laughs> oh, blacking out? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we walked from our hotel, luckily, and just walked down the street. There was like a couple bars. That's, <laughs> I was already, I mean, we had so many pitchers of beer. It was just me and one other guy. <laughs> yeah. So many pitchers of beer. Having, I had a couple Jaeger bombs earlier in the night after like two pitchers of beer. Oh, had boy. more beer. And this was. Those were the days. You were, was, uh, this, this was when you got that job, right? That was your first job you went yeah. on for? Yeah, I used to do. We probably don't have to go into too much detail like on it if you don't want to. Oil refinery and mm. power plant work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was the first gig. And, <laughs> and it was out of town and it was down south. Neither one of us had ever been there before. So we're like, hell yeah, we, we did it. Let's yeah. go party. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not to put you on the spot, but that, that oh, no. store just... It's just become a legendary story of you blacking out. On yeah, because like that is so like I can have barely have like three beers now, and I'll get like I'm like man, I'm probably gonna get hungover if I have any more. Yeah, um, I'm getting it, to that point it, too. And it sucks, but yeah, but anyway, like we, I was still maintaining, but then mm-hmm. he, my buddy's like, "Hey, let's get a couple <laughs> Hennessy's." I'm like, "Cool, I've never had it. That sounds good." <laughs> I I remember drinking it, and we started to play some pool, and then I woke. The next thing I know, I'm waking up. I'm in my bed in our hotel room, and he's punching me in the face. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> punching you in the face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to try to wake you up? No, because apparently when I black out, I turn into a complete piece of shit. <laughs> so we left. Apparently what had happened <laughs> well, is- Have you heard this yeah, story, Scott? I don't remember I don't it. think he- I don't know if he's heard the whole thing. So, yeah. yeah so we end up apparently walking back from the bar, and my buddy was saying that I wouldn't walk next to him. I kept like- I wouldn't like walk with him. I kept like wanting to like stay ahead of him. Yeah. And then we got to the hotel room, and I throw up all over the floor. Oh, no. Yeah. I throw up all over the fucking floor. So not not the bathroom, not this carpeted hotel room floor. Yeah. I puked my guts out. You know, think about all this volume of beer and mixed drinks and all kinds of shit we were drinking that night. All over the floor. And he Jesus. he's, mind you, he was drinking the same amount as me, but he's a little more seasoned than me. Mm-hmm. So he's still with it enough to where, and he was trying to be cool. He was like trying to help me clean it up. So what I do is I say, fuck you, bitch, and get in the bed. This is all coming from him because I don't remember any of this. I said, fuck you, bitch, and got in my bed and tried to go to sleep. After I threw up all over the floor and he's trying to help me and trying to be cool and help me clean it up. So, (laughs) mind you, this guy... Awesome dude, super cool guy. But when you say fuck you bitch, you know, that's yeah. where he had enough. So and he'd been drinking all night too, so it like it just got him so pissed. So of course I so I wake up to him hitting me in the face, but I'm so fucking drunk. I How how much longer was it? I thought that was the next <laughs> oh morning. He was oh no, this was face. like right after all this. This was like I threw like up. shortly after you f- went to bed and fell asleep. No, it was like instantly. I basically oh. said fuck you bitch and got in bed and I think that he just came and got me like fucking and that bought me. snapped you out of it. Well, yeah, be so I oh. you know that <laughs> it fucking it, bopped. It, it, well, it <laughs> triggered the adrenaline, you know, to where I'm like so I wake up to getting hit in the face and I'm just like so confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that was the weirdest and and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he didn't believe me that I had blacked out. Wow. So I had to like I'm like, dude, oh, I shit. don't know what's going on. Like <laughs> Wow. And so it took a while to for him to kind of calm down and like 
Yeah, it took like a couple of days for him to kind of like get back warmed up to you. Yeah, because like it just got it rubbed him so. I mean, because what a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't blame him one bit for any of it. Like he was trying to be cool to me the whole time. Yeah. And yeah, That's, fuck you, bitch, and got hopped right in bed. Yeah. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I didn't drink for like what damn near a year after that yeah you had, it was almost a year because i'm like i don't want that to ever happen again it was yeah. a, it was a couple months before you had one beer and then i think you had like one beer a month for like the i don't next even year, know if it was that if that much yeah i don't even think it was that i much. know it was a couple a couple months later you had a beer because i played a show that you guys came out to and i think you just had the one you're like that's it. Yeah. It was like a PBR. Like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you didn't drink too much yeah. that for a while. Yeah. I was like ruined on even wanting yeah. to drink anything. So anyway. lessons we've learned. Yeah. Uh, don't end the night with Hennessy. And is it weird that I remember liking Hennessy a lot? No, it's great. Oh, okay. That's the thing that's okay. unfortunate is like cognac is tasty. I thought it was really good. Regular Hennessy is okay. Yeah. But there's I, I, like, I, I want to retry it. This was, my experience was when I was like barely drinking age too. So. There's higher end versions of it. Well, and then you got all the different ones. Like yeah. I like. Uh, I'll end with Hennessy one night, and I'll see what, what it's the like. hell's the other one. <laughs> you should not Cavassi, but there's another one that's really good. Hmm. But I cannot remember the brand for some reason. We had shots at Joe's house one time too. <laughs> of it. Uh, on his, yeah, I don't remember. What was it, it on like. the wedding day, <clears throat> or was it? Right before his wedding, I, I remember it was something to do with the right before with the wedding. I don't remember. I think I've had it at his place at, at some because I'm like, oh boy, because I think that was the first time I'd had it since mm-hmm. I blacked out on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, there was a second okay. time that it got you again, right? But it, it might you, have been that you had it, and then you got you just happened to get really sick though. Just, well, yeah, I think it was at Joe's house. I just imagine <laughs> you like taking one sip, and then you just have this like Vietnam it's style it. flashback of this guy just like punching you in the face. Yeah, yeah. Like you hear helicopters <laughs> in the bitch. background. Fuck me, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. And then you bitch. just like you're, you're holding, you're holding your drink, and you just kind of like snap to reality. Yeah. <gasps> and then you just throw up. You drop the glass shatters in slow motion on the floor. Yeah, yeah. and my hands still just like out, like shaking, shaking. Yeah. And and uh, the cameras in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then something's on in, fire in the background for some reason. It zooms in on your lips and you say rosebud. <laughs> what? I don't know. Excuse me. <laughs> Just a bunch of film uh, stereotype stuff. Uh, uh, fuck you, bitch. I think that's just the phrase of the evening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That That is really funny to me, though. Just thinking about you <laughs> well, thro- think throwing about- up and then just like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> well, just like, because the way he, he described it, me just like giving him just like the dirtiest, like, like fuck you, bitch. Like the way I said it, it was just like. Like you were in prison? Like I just so like intense. didn't, like I'm just, just disgusted that he even like. I can't imagine exists. you like. <laughs> I don't. I can't really imagine you like legit cursing someone out that maliciously. Yeah, after I was the one completely <laughs> in the wrong, I just puked all over the fucking floor of a hotel room that we're paying. For. Had you? Con- didn't you get a new room? Had you convinced them to get? <laughs> yeah. To transfer so the, you guys oh yeah, room? that was the best part. So the whole next day, because obviously I drank till I blacked out, so I was like bedridden for like three quarters of the next day, God. and. I think finally later that day, like in the evening, uh, because where our hotel was, 
you know, like, you know, these, like the older style hotels, like you just come out and there's usually like some sort of walkway. That's like a narrow walkway to like whatever stairs. We were on the upper mm-hmm. level right in front of our hotel room was a McDonald's. And since we're in Augusta, Georgia, that was kind of a hangout. There wasn't, you know, there's not a whole bunch of stuff around. So mm-hmm. there was like, it was like constant, like at night, there were hella people that would just come through there and just kind of hang out. Cars would be open with like music going and shit. Huh. So it was like right outside our door. So he used the excuse. He told the the like hotel managers like, "Hey, yeah, it's kind of loud at night. Like, can we get a hotel? <laughs> can we get a room on the other side That's of the building?" Guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, That's, it was so smart. Yeah. And but then <laughs> we felt so shitty because we were we saw them like later like cleaning our room and there were all these fucking towels that we had <laughs> used to clean up all my puke like that were they were just like. <laughs> Put it in this pile outside oh. the door. <laughs> you just like sneak past. Like, yeah, we're just like, oh shit. Like, but at that point, it was like we are. We knew we were only gonna be in that town for like you know for yeah. like a week at the most. So yeah, shit. But good that was times. it was pretty good. Hell yeah. Lesson I learned was uh, I don't think I can vape when I'm already kind of dehydrated and hot. Yeah. Yeah, you need to stop vaping at shows, man. Dude, man, you know what? Even though it it's probably cool. You know, if I were, had a place to sit, it might have been different. But the fact that I was like standing and enclosed by all these people and yeah. everything, fuck. But I think I kind of fucked up because of that because I had a hard time. Well, you need to stop doing it in the. You need to like pregame vape. You almost I need to do trying, it like an hour before you go. I was trying Micro to dose. like yeah. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to like time it out so that like right as they started, which worked. It hit me like a ton of bricks right as they started. <laughs> Microgreens. But only mm. for like oh, eight hey. minutes or something. Microgreens. But only for a few some, minutes. Some people charge extra for that. Yeah. And then it washed away. But uh, the rest of the show was fine in conclusion. Uh, got some video, some pictures. Uh, couldn't get my earplugs right, so everything was kind of muddy. It's Shitty. like I couldn't get them quite in there right. Mm. But if I took them out, it would have ripped my head off because Ace of Spades is too small for it to be that loud. But one way I think I kind of fucked up a little bit by it because I couldn't get myself to like feel pumped about mm. any of the songs that yeah, normally really like pump me trying up. To deal with I was like, like functioning. well, e- but even later on when I was all good, I was like, I think it's just because I think your I was soul just, is not no longer in your body. I was, yeah, I think I was like too mellowed out by that point. I was just like, man, this is really cool, but I, I'm not feeling, <laughs> but any I can't sort even of, move, but I can't. Yeah. Like I didn't raise my fist at all. <clears throat> I couldn't even bring myself to go. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to exert myself right now. I might end up. <laughs> I might pass out. It might come. What if it comes back? <laughs> it oh. was just so stupid. But what was keeping me in check? I'm like, I got water. It's just weed. It's just THC. Like it's just weed, man. It it's just wears a off. Weed, like man. <laughs> that's my exciting news. I do have some music news. Oh, okay. But it's not good music news. Oh yeah. We lost a couple big ones since last time we recorded. I don't know if you guys have heard this. Eddie Money has passed away. Yeah. Oh. And also Rick Okasik, the lead singer of the Cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. That's, uh, that's, that one was, I mean, I I never was a huge Cars guy, but he's, uh, from all accounts, seemed like a cool guy. And mm-hmm. he produced a lot of Weezer the albums. I think he yeah. produced like three Weezer albums and stuff. Eddie Money is very iconic. Yeah. So that's the music news I have. Okay. Cool. Well, um, cool, not cool, but cool. Rest in peace, late musicians. Guys, do you guys know what we're here to talk about today? Speaking of soiled towels. I don't even know how I got here. (laughs) 
let alone what we're talking about. Shit, he's on Henny now. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Got me again. Yeah. Fuck you, bitches. Believe it or it's not, I'm blacked out again. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> he's, he's made the transformation. Yeah. yeah just, oh, God. Like, <laughs> rip my shirt off and just sh- starts yeah. saying fuck you to everybody. He's ripped his pants off, but his shirt's still on. <laughs> Throwing up everywhere and saying fuck you to anybody yeah. I can find. Climbing into my bed, covering up with my sheets. Throw up in Bo's cat box. Be co- that'd be cool. Take like a, a dump in your bed. Like a henny werewolf. I think that's me. Or like, yeah. It's H- like uh, Dr. Jackal and Mr. Henny. Ja- yeah. Jackal? <laughs> Dr. No. Jekyll? Yeah. <laughs> Jekyll? Jekyll? It's, it's Jekyll. Jekyll? Jekyll. I think it's Jekyll. <laughs> Jekyll. Yeah, Dr. Jekyll. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hade. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hen. Mr. Hade. Mr. Henny. Uh, we are here today <laughs> to discuss the latest album from Tool. Fear Inoculum. Badass. <laughs> you did it. Mm. Is it, though? <laughs> yes. Uh, this album was released on August 30th of this year. 2019er, since apparently I just can't say 2019 for any of these episodes normally. Uh, under the Tool Dissectional label um, and Volcano Entertainment. Tool Dissectional. Is that their own label? It has to be. Interesting. I mean, it would make sense. This is their first album in 13 years. Yeah, it's been a while. Since they came out with 10,000 10, Days. days. <clears throat> Whoa. Whoa. Your buddies, Jinx. Jinkies. Yo, me. I, I can't find my glasses. Horn full of beer. That was a Scooby-Doo reference. Dude, it's been more than 10,000 days since they Whoa. came out with an album. Whoa. Did you make has that up? Really? No. Oh, yes, I did. Uh. Just right now. (laughs) Uh, No, but yes. Scott, speaking of Scooby-Doo reference, I've been told before that when I don't have my contacts or my glasses in, I get squinty like Velma. Mm. It's probably where they get that from. From me? From people that can't see when they don't have their (laughs) glasses on. That's squint. Jinkies. (laughs) You do give me kind of a Velma vibe. (laughs) Put a skirt and an orange sweater on and then... (laughs) Is it my... My honkers. I think it's the facial <laughs> yeah. hair. Is it my sweatered breasts? <laughs> Your <Yes>. milky puppies. <laughs> milky puppies. That's more misogynistic to say than sweatered breasts. <laughs> I'm just trying to push the envelope, dude. You can't, <laughs> you can't step to me, then get out of my way. <laughs> Don't step to me, bitch. Oh, just a couple milk duds. Scott, you're a, you're a, you're edgy. You're an edgy little milk dud. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is That's not the first dead. time I've heard that. Scott is a milk dead. Uh, so Fear Inoculum. Let me run down the track listing real quick. We have Fear Inoculum, Numa, Letany Contre La Pure. I uh, hope I'm pronouncing that right. Invincible. I don't think so at all. <laughs> That's what I'm, <laughs> Letany Contre La Pure. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> Letany Contre La Pure. <laughs> all right, we can all agree on pure. Mm. Invincible. Legion Inoculant, Descending, Culling Voices, Chocolate Chip Trip, Tempest, but the T, the first T is uh, the number seven, and Mocking Beast. This is a long fucking album. Mocking Can I just beat. get that out of the way and Mocking say that? Beat. This album is 10 tracks, and it's an hour and 26 minutes oh, yeah. long. I believe that 
it's longer six, than the wall. I think only like six of the tracks are full on songs too, or is it? Yeah, uh, no, a, there's only there's some interludes. Yeah, in here. there's four. I think there's, there's three in interludes and one of them, and then the fourth is like a like a drum solo mm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And Mocking Beat, I think, is like two minutes long. Yeah, which is so, kind of like a noisy. Yeah, but the, like their, the lion's share is is just like a few songs. Yeah, a yeah. lot of the songs on here are ten minutes plus. Yeah, so that goes to show you because all their interlude stuff is only a couple minutes each. Yeah. Which Um, is cool. Yeah, so the interlude songs are the length of normal songs. Yeah. Don't mind my dryer in the background there. I didn't hear it. Good. Good for you, Scott. I did. I'm pissed. (laughs) I pissed. (laughs) Who who slipped David the Hennessy? Was it you? (laughs) It was me. Dropped it in his Sammy Adam. Don't you Sammy know you're not supposed Addy. to give David Tennessee after midnight? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Scott, you heard I him. don't even like saying that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just I would never so say aggressive. that to Scott in a literal like fashion. Come at me, bitch. <laughs> okay, maybe now I will. Throw hands. Throw hams. Throw hams. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm interested. Sorry, Grandma. Why, <laughs> Grandma? That ain't kosher. Yeah, this boy eats ham. Damn. You eat bacon? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Fuck. Happy Rosh Hashanah, guys. (laughs) All right. We'll be eating chicken. So, Tool, what? uh, give me some of your initial thoughts of this album. Give me some of your thoughts, I guess, generally speaking, on this album. How about um, about we... we, Dave... Yes. (laughs) David, you're a Tool fan. No, keep stammering. Do you have a stroke just now? <laughs> I have one, at least one per episode. <laughs> uh, were you anticipating this for 13 years? No. You're kind of like, a freshy Tool fan. Well, right? no. So, like, I used to listen to them back when, mm-hmm. and then just went on to completely different stuff. Yeah. So, like, but then once, what's crazy with these guys is that everything on that album, they've been playing this stuff for, like, a couple of years now. Live. Oh, okay. Because they don't mm. record anything until they have it completely nailed live. They had to really oh, dial in the chocolate chip trip. Yeah. <laughs> well, So they do that live. So that's okay. all the drummer. That whole thing is the drummer by himself, that oh, whole right. song. Yeah. So he he Play does everything on the synth and then gets it looped. And then that's why there's like kind of a pause where it goes on on its own. Mm. Does he, is he one of those guys that has like a like giant drum set, like a Terry Bozio sized drum set? I don't know if it's quite, he has like a dinner plate. I don't know if it's quite that large, but (laughs) what? Oh, to get get that one specific percussive plate sound. He's interesting with with all his stuff though, because every drum he, he tunes each drum and then he does the two, separate bass drums that are so that way you actually can hear the different because some people don't like two different drums because or vice versa some people like to have just the one with a double pedal but if you have two physical oh, drums, um talking you, about the kick drum yeah if you have two oh, yeah, physical yeah. bass drums you can actually hear the difference in them, yes and he wants that yeah mm. and there's a lot of stuff too where you'll hear him using the the snare drum with not with the snare not on and it gets this nice like mm-hmm ringiness to it but it's all tuned exactly how he wants it yeah so that's why when he's doing every hit you can really hear each thing separately which i always think is really interesting Uh, the drummer is really good he's insane he's like he's so good the whole rhythm section really but but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves i just want to i want to preface this review because so i i fell off stopped listening to them 
like at all Mm -hmm. until I knew this was getting close. Yeah. And then I was like really fucking juiced. Yeah. Mm. But you, you had the nostalgic tool thing you had, you listened to them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm going to speak for Ian. We're coming at this relatively. Yeah. You guys don't listen to them ever. (laughs) Yeah. Neither of us are tool fans. So, um, we're coming in. So people who are listening to us for the first time, I know Tool has a very dedicated yeah, following. <laughs> they're definitely going to hate us. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there, the first thing, because uh, I've never liked Tool. I don't know about Ian, but... Um, I, you know, I float between not liking them and neutral. I don't yeah. think there's been a point where I can say that I've liked Tool. I, I was like, oh, um, Schism sounds kind of cool. And then it was just like, oh, whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is like eighth grade. So um, that's about my whole thing. I never got into uh, Maynard's voice, Mm-mm. vocal delivery Dude, style. Ma- Maynard's the truth, man. Maynard's the fucking truth, man. Did Maynard, you hear that story man. I told on that episode? Did a I tell bit, it correctly? Yeah. Kind of. What was the... Any clarification? So it was my buddy, Chad, from work. Do we uh, need to bleep his name? Is he cool? No, about he's, okay. <laughs> he's cool. Now that you guys have reviewed him on a Marth and that you went to a show you're in. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to show him this story. Then. It was like him and his, at least one or two buddies, they were at a tool show. Mm. And there was these guys in front of him. And the one dude was like, it was like the stereotypical like burnout guy just he kept talking about maynard the whole show and it was always just maynard man everything he said is yeah maynard man yeah man maynard man like everything everything he said so that's that name lends itself to that oh it does and it's such emphasis yeah it's turned into like just this thing with any anything now that's now like the Maynard's the truth man like anything Maynard when maynard Maynard said it man it changed everything, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it changed everything. And then that also turned into like the burnout guy talking about Bob Dylan. Mm. And then it turned out when Dylan went electric, man, the whole world changed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need that voice for everything. Yeah, it's just yeah. like music history. Related. Yeah, just anything music history. That's like the bur- like the old burnout guy. Just li- listen up, man, brother. Like. <laughs> Dealing, man. Inserting stoner opinions as fact. <laughs> yeah, then I turned it into what's his name, David Draymond from Disturbed. <laughs> to just like every every grunt and ooh and ah, man. It's like his own language, man. Yeah. He's actually speaking <laughs> lyrically through the grunts, man. Like you don't even understand, man. Dude, way too good. At that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's Were awesome. we just talking about that? It evolves pretty quick. Were you just saying that the other day? Yeah, I was so, okay. I I saying that the other because I just said it at work randomly. Like <laughs> we were talking about, we were talking about disturb for some reason, <laughs> and and that was kind of the thing. Like which which ooh or ah are we gonna put into this song? Which grunt are we gonna use on this song? <laughs> anyway, Maynard man, <laughs> Maynard man. Oh, apparently too, there's a whole website about like Maynard quotes. Because <laughs> at shows, sometimes he can, he will go a whole show and won't even say more than like two sentences other than the lyrics of the songs. Yeah, they just ah. he gets down to business and they record his two things on the website. Well, no, I'm saying it's not every fucking time, Scott. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm saying some shows. <laughs> I guess I didn't get the concept. Some shows he's like that, but other shows he'll like actually. It just depends on mm-hmm. how he's feeling. 
Like Maynard but actually spoke anything he web. like basically yeah. has said at a show because it's always some sort of like line or something. Some sort of truth. Yeah, the Maynard truths, man. He's dropping bombs. Yeah. Knowledge. Dropping fucking truth, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so now anyway, let's. Uh, so we, we can move in. I just yes. wanted to get that out of the way. Tool fans, we apologize. Scott and I have not always been the kindest to Tool. No. And I don't. I don't hate Tool. I don't hate that style of music necessarily. I think it's just mostly the vocal delivery because I I was really into ISIS the band, mm. um, and not the terrorist, not the terrorist organization. No, please specify. Um, although no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And ISIS the band has an album. Um, their their last like two or three albums were very Tool like, uh, in the absence of truth and wavering radiant specifically mm. were were pretty Tool like, but. I I just like Aaron Turner's voice a lot more than Maynard Keenan's voice, so nice. So uh, anyway, I I have it's there's a possibility of me liking this music. It's just something about Tool that never clicked with me. All right, right on. You know, I I, I, I guess <laughs> I did. I was I was kind of excited when they added it to Spotify because I admittedly like I never di- do dived oh boy dove in deepened oh boy I'm over hydrated man. I've never daved in either. I never really went into their albums. <laughs> I didn't really know album. anyone who was super into them, so I really only knew the singles that were like on the radio and stuff. I, I made the dive a little like bit. Sober and like stuff. I, I tried to listen to like uh, I think I would, I was listening to Lateralis today, which is I I think their their most famous album. Hmm. Um, Do you listen to Stink Fist? <laughs> I don't know how far I got. I was Stink at the gym. Fist. I love on their first album they have a song where he just starts out just screaming "fuck you." As like as hard as he can, classic. Yeah, it's great. Classic, classic Maynard. Maynard, man. We almost had it. Scott. Almost had it. Classic Maynard. 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 Um, being a Tool fan, David, how did you feel about this album? Oh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, you accept it? Oh, I'm fully. I'm like. You're fully docked. Fully doved. Oh, yeah. I'm like docked and then kept on trucking. <laughs> oh, boy. <And> fucking. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, you guys uh, have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scott, what's your opinion on this album? Oh, what, all what right. Some of your thoughts. Yeah, fuck, my load. fuck me then. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like this album at all. <laughs> um, hmm. That's why I wanted to preface. Uh, I think... For me, the the songs were very long, which is not a problem, but there isn't much payoff to any of these for me, Mm. where it's like they just go on for seemingly no reason. Uh, The lyrics don't captivate me at all. There isn't much like as far as dynamic crescendo or like there's no, there aren't many like big musical uh, the buildups are very climaxes. Long. Yeah, like it's like an extended climax. It's like the climaxes are kind of just like, like dif- different instrumentation, and sometimes there is kind of a build. I feel like there are builds that lead into something, but it's just like not it's, enough. It's tantric. It's not enough for me. <laughs> I, I do like. So you want them aspects to be about it? These long. Yeah, tantric. I need them the songs to be twenty minutes. I need the songs to be longer so that I really appreciate the climax. Um, <laughs> No, I I can see I can see people enjoy, I can see why you would enjoy this album. It's just 
like I brought up ISIS before the band and they, they had songs that were this long too, but all their songs had like these really dramatic, incredible endings that were like, damn, it's like you, you went on this journey. Whereas with this album, it's like mm. a song ends. Okay, we're on to the next one. And then it's just like super quiet, like little dingy Eastern bells. <laughs> and then they start doing just like the drums and like ding God dong, damn ding dingies. Yeah. Little dingy bells. Playing with your dingy. And um, it just kind of. R.I.P. Chris Farley. It just kind of go, goes. It just doesn't. It doesn't. There's nothing that has like grabbed me mm. um, when I was listening to this. You've not been groping. Yeah. No Josh's for me. So I'm going to say that we can skip me because I'm on the same page as you with everything you just said. Okay. David. Wow, cool episode. Yeah. David. <laughs> glad we had talked so much in the beginning. Yeah. Cool. David, rebuttal. Um, Scott, I think you just don't like long stuff in general. <laughs> That's no. You just no. You just he he was complaining about the length of movies just before we started this episode too. So yeah, thanks. He's like, Scott. I thought it was like two hours. Like no, it was like hey, you know uh, what? I retract. I used I only, to work out to dope smoker. I only okay. Uh, that's I'll a sixty that. minute track. I'll give you that. And sun and sun and I just talked about ISIS. They have ISIS has ten to even put over ten minute songs. So the way I look at it with Tool. Especially with this album, I almost feel like um, it's set up almost like classical music, mm-hmm. where there's like movements. Mm. So that's the way I like. The more I've listened to it, it's almost like there's these. You can feel these. There's like different sections of the songs where they're almost like a different movement that lead into the next. Yeah. Um, it's, within one song, the the changes through the album are more like throughout one song instead of song to song. If that yeah, makes sense. I can see yeah. that it it isn't it it doesn't flow like like a traditional album in any way. No, um, it is a lot more subtle than I was expecting. Whereas, like, yeah, they didn't really have any big, just like beefy moments, except for the, the last. Well, not the when not the did, last song, though, but the last. Yeah, but none of theirs. They never do. Mm. Yeah. They never have anything that's like this extreme, like in your face all of a sudden like oh shit like that's yeah, yeah i but guess that's i i was because all their stuff that... is very it's smooth build up and and drop off except when they do get heavier though it sounds like yeah like, so that's the biggest thing in this album that i notice is the production is insane the production is some of the best good. that i've ever heard yeah the, any, like anything the wise. rhythm yeah, section it, the rhythm section alone between the bass and the um and the drums holy shit that's one of the cleanest bass tones I've yeah, ever absolutely. heard. Absolutely. Even with effects on it. Well, and the drums fantastic. because everything's so tuned. The drums were my favorite part of the, about this album. They're crisp. Like you can hear every little thing. And there's, like I said, like with the snare, when the snare's off and you're hitting just that drum, you get that tom sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, there's a little hair on it, but in a good way. Like yeah. you, you, it's not so clean to where it's just like, it's like this nothing sound, like this too clean of a sound. It's yeah, like it's not super processed. It's just like very. Uh, it's clear. a it's a clear, unprocessed sound, mm-hmm. but in a very dialed in set like setup, mm-hmm. which is nice. So that's like all their stuff is like that. That yeah. which is cool. I think um, I think my my issue is like I don't necessarily need like a huge ISIS ending where it's just like everything's just going crazy loud and stuff like that. I just, there wasn't anything that really 
hooked me at the end. There wasn't anything like where I listened to every time I listened to a song, it's just like, okay, on to the next one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it's like, oh, wow, that was cool. That part's really cool. It's just like, okay, now it's doing this, and now it's doing this, and now it's doing this, mm-hmm. and now it's over. So, yeah, I, and I, I'm with you. On, like, I like a long song. I'm fine with long songs, but when there's six songs on one album that are all 10 minutes plus, <laughs> yeah, it does get a little. I'm okay with tiresome. that even. Like, I don't know. I can't I think of too, another example. Because, see, I, I find the older I'm getting, the less I actually, the less I like hearing people sing for too long. <laughs> I like more instrumentation than, mm. than vocals the older I'm getting. Yeah. So that's why, like, I'll, I'll actually get sick of normal, like, normal, like, <laughs> you know, like any sort of like standard music where I'll have to, like, go to jazz for a while of just pure like instrumentation jazz Mm -hmm. to where I not hearing somebody sing because I get sick of it because there's so much bullshit lyrics too, where it's just like, I'm just like, you're so full of shit right now that I don't even want to hear it anymore. I really like instrumental music too. Um, But I like, you know, it's cool to have some vocals too, but I feel like too many songs and too many bands are too vocal driven mm -hmm. for me. That's just the standard. It's just the standard. So that's what I like about Tool a lot is that it's minimal vocals mm-hmm. on most of the songs. It's really yeah. just... Well, what's funny too is they actually did all the songs first and he came back and did vocals after the fact. Mm. Once the, the instrumentation was totally dialed, then he did the vocals for it. I think I would like this album without vocals at all. I think I would like yeah, this album me too. without I think I'd that. Be okay with yeah. That. Um, well, you don't like Maynard's voice, so yeah, you'd really like it. Yeah, like I didn't necessarily you know, like what he was saying that much, and like, yeah, and it, I, yeah, it just yeah, wasn't I'm, like very I, interesting. I'm not a big Maynard guy, but who? I'm not a big fan of the guitar player either. Really? Yeah, I feel like this band to me, the Tool thing is the rhythm section and Maynard. <laughs> aren't Aren't like, Maynard and the guitarists the only original? They're the members? only original members. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. Because to me, like well, any of the like. It's so the bass stuff to me is what I think of when I think of Tool. Here's a enough. little, some little treats I'm gonna sprinkle. Hell yeah, sprinkle. So away. I just listened to an interview. We need some positivity on this episode. <laughs> well, I just listened to an interview. I don't know who the interviewee was, mm-hmm. but they were interviewing the guitar player from Tool. So he was talking about how like him and Maynard met and all that. So I guess the, the guitar player used to be a like set designer in LA, like for movies. Mm. And when they started playing, like him and Maynard started playing, he was actually on the, he was building sets for Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, him and Maynard, I guess, I don't, they had some mutual friend or something to where they, they linked up and he said they immediately like hit it off. Yeah. And were like instantly just like really, the guy used gelling. The interviewee said, so you guys were like, gelling Y'all like right gelling. away i'm like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, a felon i guess you if you want to say that <laughs> say it that way but um, gelling. there's like it's hard to find another term that works yeah, the same so they met and like maynard knew he played guitar and he's like hey check this out he had some recording he was in some band back in ohio that he was in before he moved to la mm-hmm. he's like hey check out this stuff i was doing and he's like Dude, you can you can sing. I'm like, what's up with that? And then <laughs> but like in a cool way, like he was saying how Maynard would never come out and just like say, like, yeah, I can sing, man. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like real cool about 
Like he wasn't like full of himself essentially. Mm. Do you know anything about the band he was in before? I don't. Okay. I don't even remember. I remember the, uh, oh God, what was the band they were in with the green jello? Green jelly. Green jelly. Is that it? That was a, they were kind of like a one hit wonder. I thought it was green jello men or something like that. Or green jello men. It was some name like (laughs) that, that they were working with in LA that I guess Maynard did some vocal stuff for him, and then he played get some, some guitar on the side. But I guess those two were like... This is Green Jelly. I'll play it while you talk. <laughs> it might have been them. They were pretty... Oh boy. Pop. They had this one hit. Was it late 80s? Yeah. It might have been them then. This was a big like early MTV hit, I think. That guy sound, sounds like Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Um, anyway, they started jamming, and so then they like were like, "Oh, we should, you know, try to kind of, you know, get some more members." But what's cool is, and what's funny is that they they never intended on actually becoming like a band to like do what they're doing now mm-hmm. oh, right. they literally did it just to have fun uh-huh so that's what's kind of cool with them from the whole beginning is it was never like this like man like really driving to go out and like we got to get signed we got to do this you know it was just like okay <laughs> yeah. let's do what we want to do because they all had other kind of stuff going on i may i may i have a slam take a slam i guess i've got some slams i feel like tool is the last band i would think that formed just for fun are you saying that they sound like they take it way too seriously? Yeah, they take things very seriously in Tool. Mm. Well, because the whole point is they do... That's not really a slam. I think that's more... Of they do exactly of... what they want to do. Yeah. They don't like... That's what's cool with them is that they've never had to have any pressure from any record labels because the way they... I guess they are different. They they do things differently than... They mm. do th- things their own way. Well, yeah, and that's their whole thing. So yeah. that's why they even went along with it because... Um, they figured out that they're like, yeah, if we take less, he even said, he's like, yeah, if we figured out if we take less money, we have more control. Mm. So when they first were getting started, they were basically doing it for like super cheap because that mm. way they had full like control of everything. I like that. Musically. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so that was their whole point. So, and I guess the, the drummer w- owned some like studio that they jammed at or whatever, like wherever they went to like to practice. Yeah the dude owned the studio and they actually kept having rehearsals for drummers and they wanted the guy that ran the studio to play drums, which ends up being the actual tool drummer now. And he's always like, Oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Oh, it's the same one, the same tool. Yeah. 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 So finally they had, they had a drummer from some like, I don't even want to say like big band, but like he was like kind of a known drummer that like was a Dave Grohl. (laughs) Duh. Um, He um, totally, like bailed on him didn't show up at all didn't like say anything and so they're like they're like come because they're all set to to jam with this guy and they had pretty high hopes for him and so they're like come on man like he at least just jam with us he's like all right so then <laughs> so then after they're done he's like oh man we, we should do that again like so then he got into it so then he became the drummer and then the the bass player was playing guitar for some other band and they had some mutual friend or something that they knew and he he was like, man, I'm sick of playing guitar. I just want to play bass. So they're like, perfect. 
Mm. So, mm. but what's I I funny is about that guy. is I guess that he kind of like was like, ah, no, I don't think I'm going to do it. And then was he was like too kind of afraid to do it. And then um, somebody that he knew talked him into it. And I guess because they all kind of like knew each other, they were cool with each other. He was able to like say, uh, just kidding. Hmm. Like I actually want to do it and end up staying with them. Nice. So it's kind of cool that they like, they did everything their way. Yeah. And with no pressure. Yeah. They, they did it just like on their own terms. And I'm going to try to find that other band. That, that is really respectable. And I don't, yeah. I don't want to discredit any of like the influence that tool has had, because I know that they're held in like an extremely high regard and they've like kind of shaped uh, modern metal in some way, like mm-hmm. progressive metal. They were influenced by the Melvins, so you have to respect them a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> but also, I think Corn might have been a, a loose influence as well. I think that the Melvins had a lot. <laughs> so you of, can disrespect them for that. <laughs> yeah, I think the Melvins had a lot of. They, they're a lot very of people, yeah. ins- inspirational band. Yeah, they're one of those like early uh, alt dudes. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys think about the uh, interludes in general? I don't really like them. <laughs> so, I already I knew you guys it. weren't going to like them. Yeah, but I really, really wanted to. But what's cool is you have to well. think about it as this is something they would do live. Hmm. So, in a show setting, it's kind of cool. I could see. To break I could it see up. it being. Cool. I can see Chocolate Chip Trip being cool live. I could see that. That song is cool because that's all the drummer. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I like the most. Just knowing that like he does the whole thing and like you can watch. That's on YouTube of like some of their shows where he'll get everything going. He'll get that loop started. And then he just gets up, goes to the drum set, and just starts going to <laughs> town. I just yeah. think like just purely an album. I don't know if it translates quite as well. No, I mean, I still it, think it's cool, but. I think it's cool. And I love the name. I think it's cool. I just like it. It didn't really fit for me, but also like, I feel like when they got to seven Empest and, uh, and that was like their big, Fuck you bitch. <laughs> that was Uh-oh. like their big seven Empest. Now Ian had the Henny. Get the Henny out of here. Um, that was like their, their big payoff song. That was like the big, that's the one where they went loud. Yeah, and that's another one. There's like at least three different movements that I could think of yeah. in that song. And I guess with this song too, it's there's a lot of stuff that the guitar player has wanted to do since way back when. It's like a lot of like little little riffs mm. and some things, sweet licks and licks. The hated guitar terms, some, some um, treats, nice yeah, lines that he's been wanting to do for a long time that he was able to like fit into this. And I know for me, anything in like the seven time signature. Like, oh, is that why they call it seven? Episodes? Yeah, because it's in seven. Mm. So what I was gonna say about this song is uh, this is like the big payoff song where they're like super loud and it's like crazy and they're just like unleashing. This- that little See, thing that's too. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like I'm parts like, like that. That's one of the moments that I like. Yeah, I'm like, that. that's something I haven't really heard before any, from anybody. Yeah. And you know what? One of these songs, he uses some sick whammy in the solo. Well, and there's one <laughs> where he has a like slide a slide. guitar. I wrote a yes. note about that. It yeah. was on... Is it uh, Invincible? It was on... Uh, Might be Invincible. Descending. Descending. Yeah, when he comes in, because I, what I like is that the whole rhythm section gets... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Comes with the slide. slide. Yeah. I know. First time I I heard that, that, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First time I heard that, I'm like, I need more of that. I need more like 
crazy un- unpredicted stuff. Because with yeah, the effects so, too, I'm like, that sounds so cool. Yeah. And then it goes into a guitar solo after this. It's yeah. just like yeah. a very I'm short like, part. Crazy unpredicted stuff. That's a good way. Yeah, this... See, that sounds really cool. Like, this is some of the guitar work is that this, I think sounds cool, but his normal... Is this the song, too, where they have the uh, harmony? I think it is, like, after the guitar solo. Might be. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, right here. Uh, oh, yes. That yeah. sounds good, too. <laughs> that's metal. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's that, some black metal shit. Yeah, that's metal. This is cool, but, like, um, on the topic of more crazy and unpredictable stuff... I feel like a lot of the sounds, like synthy kind of sounds and stuff they used on this were kind of, not to speak like Lars Ulrich, but they were kind of stock sounding. Mm. Like there's a lot of... <laughs> All right, Lars. <laughs> there's, uh, that's from the uh, Some Kind of Monster documentary. I saw him, uh, heard him use that to describe it, and it's stuck in my head. Um, yeah, like they, it sounded like they didn't really experiment with a lot of different sounds like they just kind of went with a default synth tone some of the times as opposed to like tweaking it a bunch yeah. and like playing around with it some things just it felt like that to me too but i can't i don't know maybe it's like know. the most expensive synth tone that they but it's ever make but i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah but um not across the board but just there were multiple things that i'm like oh that's i'm surprised they just use that so they let me tweaked it a bit i was gonna say about seven empest uh so that's the big payoff. And then they go into Mocking Beat. Yeah, we're like, like, what happened? Yeah, I feel like that's like, a, re- and that's how they end the album. And I feel like it's kind of just like, oh, okay. I so thought it was really interesting, that? though. It sounds cool, but it's like not a good. Well, they recorded a conclusion. A bird. Did they actually? Or are it they like It sounds like doing... a live bird to me. And then they started like modulating it. Yeah, it could be a weird like Moog like modulation. I, I think this is my favorite interlude, but. As an interlude, I don't think it's a great closer. It's the finale, dude. It's the end of the album, which is weird for, for my ears. But So, um, do you guys want to get into... I guess we're already kind of talking about some of the individual songs. Do you guys have any picks in specific? In specifically? It's tough for me, because for me, all the main songs I really like. Mm-hmm. So It's hard to... It's almost hard to differentiate, like... It's, yeah, it's tough to in be, a good and negative way because yeah. the <laughs> yeah the like the first song like their their title track the Fear Inoculum track is the most like standard song on the whole album as so, far as like a standard kind of like layout. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that song. Couple either, things I, I want to say yeah. about Fear Inoculum. I think that Fear Inoculum is kind of a dumb name. I agree. <laughs> it with feels. You. I agree with you. It feels kind of like. We're gonna call this album "Fear Inoculum." It does it feel like a Spinal Tap thing. So, to me. yes, yes, it's like so. <laughs> I don't want to say that's tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't want to say it's gimmicky. Inoculum, it's like gimmicky, but it's like all right. But also, this intro reminds me of a Cypress Hill song. Let's <laughs> see if I can find it. All right, now I'm interested. The plot thickens. Yeah, <laughs> uh, really interested. Is it? Uh, Oh, insane! The membrane. It's, I want to get high. <clears throat> this is the first track on Black Sunday. I are you playing that Tool song? <laughs> yeah, psych. I'm playing Fear Inoculum, dude. That's tight. <laughs> hey man, Maynard said, man, that's the truth, man. Fuck truth, man. <laughs> but um, oh yeah. Oh nice. I want to 
get high. Okay. So high. What album is that from? Black Sunday. Black Sunday, yeah. It's the first track. He, he literally said it. I said oh, it. Oh, you did? So oh, I wasn't listening for, to you at all. Thanks for listening to me, <laughs> if only a little. I was listening to you much more than usual, which is basically not at all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Um, so on the topic of the of the title, Fear Inoculum, like, it just being like, like you said, whoa, that's tight. The whole putting a bunch of 10 minute plus songs on the album kind of felt that same way to me. It felt like when I first listened to it, this kind of faded away, but when I first listened to it, it felt kind of pretentious in the way that it was like, guys, we haven't put out an album in 13 years and look what we did. Isn't this crazy? Isn't this weird? (laughs) We have 10, 12, 15 minute songs on here. Isn't that nuts? You're doing like a Ben Stiller thing with it's your crazy, hands. right? But Ben or Jerry, I don't know. Uh, but it's like what hey, they've always done. Same tree. So it's not like have they always any, done like they've always eight, done long 10, ass songs. 12, they yeah. have. Okay, so then maybe it's nothing it's not, different. Okay, as far as that we're noobs. goes. Well, I stand. I stand corrected. Yeah, they, they've always done long ass songs. Then that's okay then. But I, I feel like I see your point though. As far as just like it feels like they're trying to be edgy because it I feels like they're like trying to do something crazy, but like. Like, whoa, guys, check out what we did. They're trying to go against the grain, but it, to me, I don't know. I, I can't, I put, I project that onto that. Well, the thing, I don't know exactly, I don't know what they're actually trying to do. The yeah, way I feel about projecture. it is it's been so long that they've done it. I think a lot of this stuff is stuff they've had in the works since back when. Mm-hmm. That they're, so that's why, you know, it's yeah stuff from when they were releasing albums a little more consistently than it was like more fitting with that, I guess. We're, yeah. Like, cause it doesn't feel like they've been gone for 13 years for, or mm-mm. whatever it's been. No dude. Maynard has a winery now too. Really? With the coolest system for keeping critters out of the fields. He has, oh, did you hear about that on Joe Rogan? He has trained Hawks, dude. I think she I has heard trained about hawks. That. Yes, <laughs> they will kill anything. Oh, that I feel comes like I heard about the... that on Joe Rogan too. I didn't even. I don't even listen to Joe Rogan. How do I know Maybe that was sometimes. on Joe Rogan? I don't know. That's a badass even... thing. Yeah. I don't even know how I know that, dude. He, yeah, anything that comes in the field, they're getting smoked by those things. Interesting. Pretty tight. Yeah. So you think about it. That's like the most like natural way of keeping yeah. animals or anything out of your crops. Keep them out of my grapes. It's my grapes, critters. Bitch. That is pretty tight. I like when things like that work because. Yeah, I mean, so there's no chemicals, there's no anything. It's just this freaking yeah killer hawks, dude. Yeah, I like that. That's, such a, that's, that's such a Maynard dude. Maynard thing. dude. Maynard <laughs> thinks of everything, man. Maynard's the fucking truth, man. Maynard and the hawks, man. So I will say that Numa was actually. Uh, I thought this song was kind of cool. That song's cool, and it yeah it grew on me because at first few playthroughs, it kind of like was. I kind of forgot about it almost. Uh-huh. Numa stood out to me too. I liked it more later on in the song than I did I the first the little, co- few minutes. <laughs> the yeah, first few, like, this uh, part the later the, few. It almost minutes. sounds like marimbas or something, but, but like, I enjoy this with part. The slow down the, the with the slow down. I enjoy that. That little yeah, yeah I enjoy the little that. ditty that diddle ditty. I do enjoy that. Um, what is Numa? Does anybody know? No. Some kind of god or something. Numa. Yeah. It's Maynard. Yeah, just like That's that. That's my Maynard. Numa. My name is Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> Numa. 
Uh, my name is May Nerd. <laughs> let me do. Uh, let me try it again. No, my my name is Maynard. Maynard. Whoa. The more we do it, the better it gets. Uh, Keenan in the everybody's studios right Dang, now. Dang, dude. No, my name is Maynard. They should reboot yeah. Keenan and Kel, and it should just be like Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan and Kel. It's 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 Maynard all that. Maynard, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's Maynard and Kel. Maynard See this is all that. This is why I liked it. <laughs> this tone right here. Well, that's the what they bass? were saying was cool with when that they first started so playing good. with that dude, is that he would play the bass like a guitar. So that was different too for mm -hmm. that. Like nobody did chords mm -hmm. and stuff like that. See, here's another thing too. This is my probably my biggest drawback from Tool, and it's more of a personal preference. I don't like weird time signatures. See, I'm the exact wow. opposite. Like, I like, don't like. I, I enjoy Matthew Sigs. I don't like. I don't like math rock pretty much at all. Oh, wow. And I'm not trying to sound like a basic 4-4 bitch, a 4-4 basic bitch. Uh, Do you like the Beatles? I like the Beatles. I don't. They use time signatures that are weird all sometimes. Right, well, I like it better when they did it. It's fine. It's Actually, fat hypocrite. those songs, though, I don't. the songs that they did use weird time signatures, I don't like as much. I'm mm. fine with 6-8. <laughs> Wow. Or three, four. <laughs> That's not weird at all. Um, yeah. But when this song gets into it here, about seven minutes. Yeah. It's when the drums really kick in, yeah. right? And it sounds delectable. Delicioso. I like the, like, kind of tobly sound in this song, too. See, and he, they he, keep in the background. They get more into a four, four here because the kick is just going. <clears throat> So you can you can handle that. Get some squirrel sounds in there next. <laughs> yeah, throw that in the mix. That's spot on. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. You got to start like slapping something really yeah. fast too. Like you have to like hit the fence because <laughs> they're all pissed off. Careful with that sound. They have a mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have a mockingbird in there now. I want to hear a modulated squirrel. Those fat slaps. Oh. That's the next uh, hashtag, interlude. Hashtag fap slaps. Yeah. Hashtag fap slaps. That bass tone is great too. Yeah, the bass sounds so good on yeah. this album. I just the drums are the drums are so cool with the uh, because you can hear everything separately. Yeah. That's what I, I really I really like that with very cleanly produced. Yeah, their production's insane. Um, another moment that I enjoyed did, was... David, did you finish your track picks? I don't think you even started. Oh. I didn't really have I any I think we were just kind of going... Oh, okay. Because any of the main songs, not the um, interludes, the Maynard songs. The Maynards? <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them from now on. Yeah, Maynards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's your Maynard picks on this? Maynards. Um, I really like, and they all have... Ow, my nerds. I like them all in the same, in a different... My maze way, but I oh, I like them all, so it's mm. tough because, like Numa, was my biggest grower. Mm. Um, what was your biggest shower? It's not that I never liked it; it's that it like Nailed like I it. said, it kind of like I almost it got like pushed off to the side, especially because mm. it's mm -hmm. early on in the album yeah. too. Yeah, um, like, but I keep oh, yeah, I kept right. coming back to that, and I'm like, oh yeah, this song. Um, but Invincible and Descending are probably my two favorites. Invincible. That um, song is really... Is this the one, too, where they, like, come back with the main... Like, they have the, all this craziness going on, and then it, like, 
it like cuts right back into the main nerd like <laughs> into the mainerd part of the song towards the end i think it's at like eight minutes in or ten minutes eight, in or eight, something that's the note i had is eight minutes in about it um yeah because all the drums are going nuts that's in that chunkiness this here this just chunky <laughs> yeah Scott, i heard all that attitude on that when you said that that's no, no it is actually i i do like that like this is cool. This is this was a like highlight on my yeah. Because once they're done with this, it goes me. back into like the main riff. This song maths hard. I do like that. See, like that synth tone there. I'm like, it works for it, but it sounds like they just took a preset and just went with it. Like they didn't make it their own. Yeah. Ooh, I like the vocoder. Down, down, main nerd. It's everything he says. Am me nerd. I am. I am me nerd. God damn it! Good way to not get flagged. Yeah. <laughs> Just say Maynard over, over every song. Yeah, over everything. It's me, like it's me like when you download nerd. a uh, a mixtape from Dat Piff. It's just like yeah. Real trap shit. Real, You're listening yeah. to datpiff.com. Yeah. <laughs> Cashing out the bank on your bitch ass. I always remember that one on one of them. I, I love that. It's every like 20 seconds. Hell yeah. Real, Real trap, trap shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a good harmony there. Let's do it again. Okay. Three. Real trap shit. Then a bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Throw it in there. Um. Buggity bum bum, buggity yes, bum this. bum. I like that. <laughs> buggity bum bum. Oh, and yep, then it this. changes here about yeah. 10 minutes. And do a proper buggy bum. Right here. When I first heard that, I'm like, holy shit, that was cool. <laughs> mm. Moments like this, I would appreciate in oh, if they condensed their... I think if, a little bit. Yeah, I think if all the songs were condensed down a bit, I'd like it more. I like a good long song, but like you said, <laughs> long song. I know style. it. It it's you know <laughs> that might just be more preference. Descending, you said, was one of yours that you really dug. Yeah. Starts off very soothing. Some nice wind noises. Mm. Yeah, just like that. Was it just Maynard with a microphone? <laughs> Someone's like peeking through the door to get him his Starbucks. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making wind sounds, bitch. <laughs> hey, Maynard, we're getting bucks, man. What do fuck you want? Fuck off. Whoa, man. Uh, You're ruining my wind session. I'm just trying to get you some coffee, man. No, Legion. Troglodyte. Legion. Uh, Invincible Troglodyte. and uh, Descending are like my two gym songs. Mm. These ones always get me pumped. Nerd. My gym song is Anne Bonnie by Death Grips. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I think my gym song would be uh, uh, Raise Your Horns by Amonomarth. Nice. <laughs> or Twilight of the Thunder God by Amonomarth. <laughs> let's let's just uh, let's play them right now. You guys want to play your gym songs right now? <laughs> Wait, I need to find... Hold on. <laughs> this is descending. We need to make this episode as long as the album. This is the slide guitar one. Or they use the slide. See, and this is cool. There's a lot of cool moments. Yeah. But um, just gets a little tiring for me. 
Well, guys, I can't find the whammy. Nice. It doesn't exist. I'm trying to find the whammy on <clears> here. <throat> so, uh, my pick. Uh, <laughs> Scott has no picks. I, um, I think, he hates Tool. I think Seven, em- seven Empest it was the one that was like the most like chest pumping, you know, hard stuff. Jesus uh, okay, chest pumping hard stuff. <laughs> I just think this was like, I didn't really like this song, but I didn't like this part that much. But I just, it was like heavy, which mm. I like. This song has a lot of chunkiness going on. Yeah, I like the chunk. I think I was missing some chunk. Yeah, that there's some chunky, chunky bitch. But also, I I would I would probably I would probably pick uh, Numa too as as my. Uh, <laughs> As my other, ch- my chunky uh, mistress. As your song. Ch- song's a chunky, <laughs> chunky bitch. I'm just like the taper off. He's got cut the music. He was going to say it loud and then you cut it off. He's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> chunky bitch. Wait, do you have a track picking? Any of them? Uh, yeah, it was Invincible and Numa. Okay. Those were kind of my picks. It was more of like a song by song discussion, I think, than. All right. Yeah, it's it's hard to really pick them out. I I didn't really like Legion Inoculant. I didn't really like the title track, but other than that, or like any the the interludes didn't do much for me. But other than that, as the main tracks go, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they were yeah. pretty hard to uh, to pick apart. The Maynard tracks. Man. The Maynard tracks. Maynard man. Guys, want to get into your final thoughts on Fear Inoculum? What's our scale? What is our scale going to be? Ooh. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I got one. All right. Cups full of Hennessy. <laughs> cups full of Hennessy. Oh, boy. So is oh, yeah. less cups better or is more cups better? Yeah, it depends on if you want to black up or not. <laughs> how many cups does it take to enjoy this album? How many how many hits uh, of THC it, are you going to take at like a, a death metal concert? This is like a Catch-22 one. No, that's not a fair scale because if you already enjoy it, it would be zero and that'd be a perfect album just yeah. on the baseline <laughs> of enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, let's do out of 10 cups of Henny. Cups? Not even shots? Cups. Yeah, we're trying to Fuck. black. We're trying to get black. All right. <laughs> let's get fucking <laughs> black, dude. I got to be the judge, jury, and ex- executioner on this podcast. Judge Judy. Judge Judy and executioner. <laughs> Judge Judy and Executioner. (laughs) I'm trying to think of like a parody of Judy's Got a Gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not working in my head, but you can see where I'm going with that. Judy's Got a (laughs) Come. Judy's Got a Judge Judy's Got a (laughs) Come. All right. Uh, So, Cups of Henny C. Uh, Henny C. Cups of Henny. Sunny D. (laughs) Sunny D. Uh, you guys want me to go first? Yeah, start us, start us off. I'm going to give this five cups of Henny. Okay. Uh, didn't hate it, didn't love it. It was kind of down the middle. It uh, didn't really do anything for me, but it, I didn't really find it painful to listen to. I did find that because this album was so long for research purposes, it turned into a bit of a chore at some points. Yeah, if you're trying um, to cram in a bunch of listens before you have you formulate an opinion, it does feel. Mm-hmm. I think leisurely. So that's a. That's a. Yeah. Putting this specific on specific complaint. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm very down the middle on it, so. Okay. Uh, I'm Split gonna go cheeks. with a, I'm gonna go with a five. All right. Uh, should we start off like on the low end and then and then ramp up to you, ba- David? Bang yeah. it out, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm gonna. 
I'm going to go lower than Ian. Uh, I actually was less than midline on this album. I'm going to go three. Oof. Three handy cups. Dang. Uh, I Pour one out for the You thought this was album. as bad as a Dandy Warhol's album? I Oh, God. I like how that's our baseline for a bad album is the Dandy Warhol's album. <laughs> yeah, I think I would put that album on the same amount I'd put this album on. That's pretty um, bad. Not that they're comparable at all. I don't feel like that's <laughs> a fair comparison, but uh, I think that it just didn't feel super inspired or like well put together other than the production was extremely good and the I don't know. It just wasn't fun to listen to for me at all. It was um <laughs> it was a pain. It was not yeah. It was like things were happening, but it just felt like nothing to me. It felt like I could have listened to anything else. That's it. Three. Three. David. David, we are on to you. Eight cups of henny. Hell yeah. Two Eight thumbs cups up of henny. What you just did too. You're your, blacking out, dude. With two thumbs. That's two empty cups on each one after I drank those <laughs> last two off the ten. You're pulling a, a serious fuck you bitch on this album. Uh-huh. Yep. Dang. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw up on fist. your floor and say fuck you bitch to both Damn. of you. Damn. Scott, fuck us bitches. <clears throat> but yeah, so because I like out. Tool and it got me like more pumped to listen to Tool again. And I liked what I heard. Cool. Um, All right. I yeah, respect I, that. I just like the production is absolutely insane on this album. Like the more I listen to it, I'm just like, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything this like dialed in mm-hmm. ever like, Yeah. without it being like artificial sounding. I think that's the main key mm-hmm. is it's mm-hmm. like dialed in a, like, like a live natural sound way, but like without it being overproduced. I will say they had some of the reverbs in particular very dialed in they weren't washy they gave emphasis on like the bass mm-hmm. uh some of the songs if they're even using any reverb on the bass um maybe it was just perceptible from the delay unit they Ooh. had using on the bass um oh my god it just sounded very <laughs> very uh. like natural and just uh subtle but clean yeah they yeah they have it dialed in we can all agree Production's good. The drummer's insane. Drummer's good. Rhythm's good. I agree with you guys on that. They're um, very talented. Well, all right. Yeah. I, I think that about... Maynard, man. I, I think That's that about you does say, it. brother. Yeah. You guys, uh, guys want to wrap this shit show up? Yes. I believe it's time. So here's something I forgot to mention at the top of the episode, and maybe I'll do a little cut and paste action. Uh, I got a bunch of free tickets... After the Amon Marth show, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tickets to see Delane and Amorphous. Have you guys heard of either of those bands? No. So I don't know when I the show you were is. Just speaking gibberish. For I don't know. I don't know when the show is because I can't. I can't see. It's got the date that I was given. It says these. Tuesday, October eighth, right on the bottom in middle. Oh, it does say two thousand nine. Okay, Jesus Christ! <clears throat> All right, well now I know when it is. So if anybody wants to go to these shows for free and just chill in the back or whatever, these bands, like I think they're pretty popular. Right? Yeah, they're playing Ace of Spades, which is like a Ticketmaster venue. So I'm sure that yeah, and this popular. is through Live Nation. So yeah, I'm just so surprised that I got these tickets. Legit. But what happened yeah. was I I I kind of pulled some fuckery. I was walking out and there was one lady handing out tickets. So I got some tickets and then kept walking and there was another lady, but I had already put the tickets in my pocket and I kind of lingered like I didn't get any. She's like, did you get any tickets? And I was like, 
oh, uh, and then she just handed me tickets and I walked away. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't lie. So she I, just du- I doubled up. She wasn't patient. That's her fault. Mm-mm. So um, they had stacks of them, literal stacks. I'm just wondering why they're giving them out for free. Well, it's weird. that might be a that might be a red flag. Will this episode be out in time Maybe. to do a giveaway? Uh, Probably not. I don't know. I don't know when this episode's coming out yet. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look at my phone at my calendar. <laughs> well, the eighth is a uh, actually this will come out the day of the show, so. No, we can't uh, do a giveaway. It's a little short notice. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to add, and I might even insert that in the beginning. Cool. End cut and paste. You guys have anything you want to add before we wrap it up? As we're wrapping it up? As we're winding down while we're ending? Yeah, I got something. What you got? Be careful when you drink Hennessy, because it mm. will make you do some weird stuff. That is mm. a learned lesson. And... Could be positive, well, Or if you do it, just have that. And At if least you're, for me. In moderation. If you're feeling any sort of claustrophobic and you're sweating and you're pretty hot and you have no immediate access to water, hmm, don't smoke too much or vape. All I got to say is pass that cavassier. That's right. Big doinks. <laughs> okay. Are you guys, that's, that's all I got. That's okay. all I got. If you're going to drink Hennessy, only have that. We want to remind everyone out there and everyone in this room to check your ditty, miss. And with that, this has been Ear Buddies. See ya. Bye. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.